Hey everyone and welcome to Baka Talk. That's all I got. I was just fighting boom and raise. Thank you for your time. Today we have an epic episode. Thank you, Ramen Cat. Also with us with here us is Boom. Hi everyone. We're finally back after a long hiatus. I know everyone was sick and all kinds of things happened. People were busy. And now we're back. Thankfully. Because we have lives some of the time. Not all the time, some of the time. Speak for yourself. I don't have a life. And today, we have all kinds of things to talk about because it's been so long. Years. I've watched everything since we last everything? spoke. Everything? Everything. Every movie, every documentary, everything. every YouTube video, every TikTok video, every Vine for those yes. of you that are old enough to know that. Everything. Vine was only I found, like five years ago. I found the I lost episodes of Doctor no, Who and watched them too. So, yeah. Really? The know, Lost episode. Everything. <laughs> really? Even yeah. all of Oswald. I don't remember any of it because it was <laughs> too much. I got in a time machine was just like, part, I'm going to experience everything. Part of that uh, people being sick was just you hemorrhaging from the brain. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what do we got? Weeze. Okay, to start out our Weezy's Anime Corner, I have... How about Anime Block? Just whole block. Anime Block? Sure. Anime Cube. Anime Cube. Anime Brick. Brick Cube. I don't know why I'm talking. I don't usually talk. I'm going to shut up now. Today. We like it when you talk. The people like when Ramen Cat talks. No, no, they don't. Weirdly enough, I don't have a ton of anime <laughs> stuff to talk about, but the big ones are ZOM 100, which mm. is consistently amazing. Okay, we all know we're not going to talk about a bunch of anime. We're just going to talk about ZOM 100. Right? I love ZOM 100. You know what? Once the show's done or the season's done, I want to do a total like cover all of it. That's a good idea. That'd be fun. Zom- we could do it in our like uh, review show. ZOM 100 is... One of the most fun shows I've watched in a long time. It definitely feels. I like. It feels more of like one of those free going shows where everything doesn't feel like it's in constant state of stress. Yeah. It's it's made me authentically happy. Like it reminds me of Konosuba. Yeah. Like the way it's just kind of happy and funny and just bizarre things are happening. And if you work a nine to five job, you really wish a zombie apocalypse would break out. <laughs> I was hoping for that before I watched Zom 100, but now it's more like a constant hope and wanting for it to <laughs> appear. The show is so good at everything it does. Like when it's it has nice moments between the characters and it's like more serious and you care about it, and then it's just full of, like, random bullcrap, like, zombies just appearing out of nowhere in a in a um, hot, spring. hot spring. Okay, just... I have to ask, because I haven't watched this episode, but you know the zombies, like, in the opening credits that are, like, going by, like, there's the maid zombie, the little, like, old yeah. person zombie, there's kind of a heavy set zombie. If you notice, all through the show, they're in every horde, every single really? one. Yeah, That's at least funny. one of them is in every horde. They also the opening. Did you watch the opening? It changed. Uh, I didn't watch. The they opening. they completely changed the opening. It's like like the song. Or? No, like the visuals. Oh yeah, they do that as they get to certain points. Yeah, but like this one was weird because it it like added new 
original stuff in it. It wasn't just like more back backstory stuff. Mm -hmm. Like there was actually in the beginning, it was changed and there were things like there's him jumping into a jumping off a bridge into water and swimming through it and stuff. Like huh. it very, very much changed I'm the opening. It's really to bizarre. Re check that out. Yeah, I didn't notice that it, and I didn't notice that it changed. Yeah, so I think it looks way better. Like, see, I, I I don't skip over the opening just because I love the song so yeah, much. Yeah, it kind of looks like they. It almost feels like they made the opening, didn't have enough time, so they just put more clips of the show in, and then by this point, they actually had enough time to like finish the opening. Well, it's what funny. it feels like. I don't know what it is or if it they just wanted to change like it. It show opening, because there used to be shows that would show you little snippets of maybe future episodes yeah. and stuff, yeah. and it's like, cool, when do we get to see his character? And now shows are like, we're going to give you all this stuff. You'll never see And it. it still does show parts of the previous episodes, which I think is cool, because it kind of reminds you of stuff that's happened. Mm -hmm. And it's usually not important moments. It's like random side moments, like them getting the watches in the opening. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was fun. Yeah. And so little things like that. It's it was really cool. I was I was kind of amazed how well the opening is because it keeps changing like drastically. And then the this background backstory stuff that it shows is really cool. I uh, found out like a bunch of like high profile like voice actors and stuff were in this too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's pretty cool. Like um, it's actually funny. There's a cast. You guys ever seen the anime um Zombieland Saga? It's I, a no. it's an idol it. anime about yeah. zombies. <laughs> yeah, idol band. They a lot of those voice actors voice act all like the women zombies and oh, stuff. Oh really? That's great. So it's funny because now like I'm just watching. I just hear like one of the characters from that show just like is a zombie. That's funny. <laughs> um, but there's also like other voice actors. I guess like there's also a live action zombie <laughs> there or Zom One Hundred, and I guess a lot of the actors from that do voice acting in this too. Oh really? Yeah, That's funny. Kind of cool. Like they're not like reprising their roles, but like they do like side roles and stuff. Which yeah, is, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the show overall is pretty good. I think. Yeah. I like the latest episode. I like the fourth character. I'm glad that we finally get our fourth character after what? I know it's been a while. Like, three quarters of the season. <laughs> yeah. Right now? Yeah, I thought they were gonna pull like a lot of shows doing like second to last episode. Here's this character. Oh, by the way, we got canceled. <laughs> I don't know if they'll get canceled. I don't think. I don't no. think so. I think it's big enough where they'll do a season two. At least I hope. So. I better. hope so. Or at the very least, do like a movie. To I like will crowdfund and personally take control. Of like it, the release <laughs> schedule has been weird, but like it's so good. I yeah. just don't really care when it comes out. I just want it to be as good as well. I it has think been. part of it. I did not really think of this. I think part of that weird release schedule is trying to keep up with both Crunchyroll and with whatever team they have putting it out on Netflix. Yeah, because I think it's a separate voice cast and all that crap for dubs and mm. stuff. I don't know if they're like. I, I, I really haven't time. seen a lot of anime that are like split across like that unless they're old and super popular. There's a so. bunch of anime there. That, it's getting more um, popular nowadays. Like um, Jujutsu Kaisen split. Oh, it's on it? Hulu. Is it? Yeah. Oh. A lot of times delays are from like scheduling like conflicts and stuff. Yeah. Like some and I, I feel like Zom 100 probably is like 
kind of that. I, I don't know. It feels like with it being a little independent studio, it's like a underdog. So people are like, yeah. oh, that's not important. Meanwhile, people are like, how dare you? It could have gotten a time block that was is known to have like delays and stuff. Like that could be part of it because yeah. they're such a new thing. Like this is the only thing they've made. But it's so good. It's I hope they continue and can keep doing stuff. I'd actually be awesome. really sad if season two doesn't come out. Yeah. Like the way season one's going, like I know that they're going to meet. So they're going to end up at the town that they want to go to because the main character wants to meet his parents. But like, I'm pretty sure that's going to be episode 12 or 13, whatever it ends on. Yeah. But I want to see them continue after that. I think the manga continues after that. It could just be short, sweet, and simple to the point. They got to the town. They're good at the end. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, that'd be kind of depressing for me if they did that. Oh, I mean, you never so have to go people... back to work. You find your family. Yeah, Everyone's happy. Like... Zombies can't get into the valley. You're good. But it's like, um, I don't know. Like, there's so many really bad shows that have so many seasons. Yeah. And then, nice like, a great a... show like this is just going to be 13 episodes would make me really sad. Yeah. It is currently ongoing. Woo. And it has been, it is a monthly series. Sick. So that means large amounts of of content coming out all at once. No, monthly means it has one chapter a month. Oh, when was it released? Right now. Um, ah, no, <laughs> uh, I don't know uh, why I'm talkative tonight. I seem to have twenty eighteen, October nineteenth, twenty eighteen. It's so about five years ago. The so. first. Oh, so we got some stuff. The first volume was released. 70 chapters? Ooh. 2019. Oh, wait. No, probably about 100. Yeah, it says it's got uh, 14 volumes so far. Sick. I need to start collecting. I'm caught up on Jujutsu Kaisen, so that I can start collecting something else. I started recollecting um, Kaiju number eight. Did you? Yeah. Well, it like stopped like getting released for a little bit on store shelves for us. Nah, I just couldn't find it. I think it just sold out too much. Did it? Yeah. All right. Wheeze. You yes. had some other stuff for us too? Okay. For other things for anime, I've watched Love is War season three. Which I didn't know that got a season three. I forgot that came out. Frick. I need to watch. Did I watch season two? I, I tried watching season one. And is I that just... the end where they blow up the school? Yeah. Okay. Because the first season ends with the fireworks show. Yes. The second season, the second season ends. Not much has happened, but you're introduced to like Eno, Miko, and how does a show end on terrorism? That's supposed to be a romance. Blowing up a, they're blowing up a balloon, and then the school blows up. So, I'm pretty sure (laughs) the the way season three ends they're gonna be in like prison there's like a movie after season three there's like four episodes of like a movie i think oh at least that's how it's on Crunchyroll, and i think that's the end of the whole series okay. i think it's done because the way season three ends there's like a big moment and stuff happens and then it's like it's not going to be at this and just like the rest of the show there's well, no progress just like made. every other romance anime that's set in a high school like they're gonna graduate yeah eventually. and so that's like the thing that's the ending, apparently. Unless it's fruit, like, was it? Um, oh, unless they do like. Clan Ed. <laughs> they do Love is War after story, and it's like their relationship just tanks, and yeah. they're like depressed, and Wait, they're like divorced no, and have be, kids that, no. together. 
That'd be so funny. <laughs> Jeez. We, wow. Have you ever heard of this thing of just go out and talk to people? Because I feel like you would have a heyday, especially in the United States. Like, you'd go up to a guy and be like, yeah, I'm divorced. I'm like, ha. Ah. <laughs> no, I just mean, like, the story is so light and happy. And, like, the whole thing is building up to them confessing I, to each other. That'd be so funny that after, like. Why couldn't it just be them playing, like, mental just, games with, like, them being husband and wife? It's just and, like, like, yeah, found it. out your mom's a manipulative jerk. <laughs> I tried to watch the show and I couldn't get into it. it. Gave me, like, that, like, drunk hobo and a, like, smoking jacket eating olives out of the martini that i'm holding vibes what, the heck? what? what is that reference i even? don't know how you get those vibes from it i get weird vibes from the, stuff okay the joke it's kind of a like it felt like a weird documentary where the narrator thought he had a sense of humor oh and okay fell flat i can watch his subbed or dumb both and i didn't like it either way but i can understand not i don't the like narrator. shows that like is being narrated but the narration's like, like the narration's okay. kind of Okay, let, let me in rephrase the background. that. I don't mind narrating when it's like the character kind of telling you a story of like, and that's how I got here type thing where the character is like giving you background. I don't like when it's like, here's these characters. Here's disembodied voice telling I you I do think that on. is a, a critique of Love is War is they over explain stuff sometimes. That's a good point. I think it's kind of the joke too is like, like the misunderstood constant misunderstandings where it's like this person was acting like this. He was very mistaken. Like, yeah, that that's kind of like one. I of think the, jokes. the funny part is like the characters don't know certain things, but yet you're so over explained to that. You know, everything. you know, everything. Yeah. yeah. I think it, it's also a it's just not my thing. I think like, it's I, also I have nothing against anyone. That likes no, it. you must like love is war. <laughs> Or else you're off the podcast. I think hey, it's... I did the chica dance during lockdown. <laughs> you did? Yes. Let's go. Do you remember we were doing a D and D thing? I'm just you hear me in the background, like I gotta take a break. I'm just singing along to it. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I think I was um... high through most of the lockdown. So... <laughs> yeah, Not really. I it's... was going insane. So <laughs> yeah, you were the one that liasolled your nerd. So. <laughs> That's another thing we're going through a D&D game and I just hear, hang on a second. Shh. I just hear nerves. He's like, oh my God, they taste horrible. I'm like, the hell did you Fun do? Like, I put it like Lysol and candy don't mix. <laughs> Back to topic. We. So yeah, Love is War season three is a, is really good. I liked it. It's Love is War as a whole series is not spectacular, but it is good. Like, it's really freaking slow. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Because it's kind of like a comic strip where it's I, like, here's the, the I feel joke. like you got to be in a really good mood to be watching it. And yeah, kind of. It you kind It's a comedy that's also building up characters extremely slowly through a thing. And part of it, it can get old because it's kind of the same thing over and over again. Like it's always them playing mind games with each other. I do feel like it could have focused more on specific things that it wanted to do. It kind of goes everywhere and does a ton of gags. I feel like it could have focused more on like them playing mind games because a lot of times it feels like they're both just kind of in love and won't tell each other. And that's about it. Like it would have been fun to see more like 
the premise of the show be, be I kind of like the fact that um in like season two they expanded it yeah like there was like where the the president guy I forget his name um he's like learning how to pl- like dance yeah and stuff like I like those episodes that, those yeah are really those fun. are those are good and they actually tie into like or like when the they series. were like when they introduce um the the rules lawyer girl and they're doing like the president election like that yeah. was like really cool episode yeah like I like things like that but sometimes it like. It will it'll focus on those characters for a while. And then it just kind of goes some of the like bits, I guess. I just didn't really enjoy. Yeah. And I feel like some of the bits could have been used more as more focused progression of characters and stuff in more obvious ways. But they do actually tie a ton of the stuff together. Like the third season, a ton of the characters and everything are tied together. And okay. stuff that you learn from the first two seasons is built into the final season of stuff that you just kind of forgot about. And it's like, oh yeah, that person. Like the random ramen guy that Chica like goes and eats ramen and they Yeah, do. that was that, really weird. That guy episode. comes back. Really? Like yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's okay. random tie-ins like that of just so many characters that just show up and it's like, oh yeah, that person. So it's kind of it's a weird series because it kind of like builds up gags and then brings them back. And so it's kind of like an inside joke of watching every season building up to like the final season. Yeah. But it's also kind of serious because of their like romance and stuff. I feel like my biggest problem with the show is I don't like the two main characters that much. I like everyone else around yeah. them more. I always had that same problem too. Like the two main characters I could honestly care less about. Yeah. It was more like chica and uh what's the the emo yeah ishigami Ishigami he's great so he's good. so good in his the next arc season. like in the sports festival was yeah amazing. and like the two main characters are kind of obnoxious because it's just like they like each other and refuse to tell each other and then other like ishigami has a romance thing going on in the third season yeah and he starts he wants to tell her like pretty quickly and so it's like, I like him because he's just a normal person. Mm-hmm. And I like care about his relationship with this girl that we barely see any of more than the main characters because the main characters are so obnoxious. That's cool. But um, yeah, it's it's a good series. It actually goes somewhere in the third season too. Yeah. So if you feel like Love is War wasn't going anywhere, it does like wrap up and, and is I'll have to pick the up the third season. I've been kind of looking for another anime to binge. Yeah. Um, I tried watching Ven- uh, Reincarnated as a Vending Machine. I honestly didn't like it. I, I already it. told you it's, that. Yeah, it's a very but... specific show. It's like a chill vibe show. That was so. my problem is it was too chill. Yeah. And like the first. So there's two things, and this is kind of a weird vibe I got. I'm not a big fan of RTS resource games. Mm. And. The first episode felt like watching a guy play an <laughs> RTS, like it city is, builder yeah. resource game. He's just like, oh no, these goblins are attacking me and my points are going too low. And then it's just like, he's like, oh no, I got enough points. I can switch out to Udon, like ramen now. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, this is so boring. It doesn't go super hard into that, but it sets that up so that you know. If I get there, if he runs out rules. of points, he dies. Yeah, I get that they're setting up the rules, but then the girl character came along. Yeah, and I hated her. Really? I usually like the funny, like kind of stupid side characters. Yeah. I don't know. I just hated her. That's funny. I was just like, yeah, she's like kind of stupid. She's like the main character more than is the she? main character is. So if you don't like her, you won't like the show. Yeah. But so I just kind of realized I didn't like it, so I didn't continue with it. Yeah. But, um, it is a very specific show. I don't expect most people to like it, but it is like. 
I think it's a well-written show. I'm glad it's different. I'm glad it's different in a way where it's like, yeah, it's an isekai. Yeah, it has all the isekai tropes. But at least the guy is it like overpowered. Yeah. Where even though like, okay, there's one anime reincarnated as a sword. Mm-hmm. That guy's just OP. Yeah. He can just he can fly around and slice things all he yeah. wants by himself. He doesn't need nobody. Um, but Wait, like, what? yeah, it's, yeah, like it's oh, geez. that's what like I was one of the first skills he do. learns is telekinesis. So he just floats himself around. <laughs> I yeah, the whole point was being being the sword and getting carried. Oh, that's what I thought. And then like, yeah, there is the girl um, that is like her his wielder, but he really doesn't need her. That's what I was oh. thinking like vending machine would do is just like, oh, he gains a power. He can teleport or whatever. Yeah. Like it would just be stupid. But like he's just a vending machine. He's stuck. He can't do anything. That he is just kind of a cool there. aspect. of And it, he yeah. never like obtains any powers that lets him do much. Mm-hmm. And all the things that he can do are really dumb. Like there's a bunch of weird. He can transform into different vending machines. Eventually he like, okay. learns more powers. So he turns into like a vending machine that dispenses balloons. And so he like when one part he gets thrown down into like a an area and he needs to like get back up. So he he has like a shield thing. He dispenses a bunch of balloons, then turns into a like tiny cardboard vending machine and floats himself back up. <laughs> and just like there's a ton of really dumb gags like that where it's like he's a vending machine so he uses whatever vending machine he can and there's like random references to really old vending machines where it's like i know this was a vending machine back in the old days so i can turn into it because i'm a vending machine magical creature yeah the main character also just immediately accepting like i'm a vending machine this is awesome i'm just like dude (laughs) what this yeah, is weird. I know it's one of the most horrifying things you could imagine is if you die and you wake up and you're an inanimate object. I'm sorry, I don't care how much you like the inanimate like, object. That's terrifying. Like I could love being this soundboard. I could see I like really love this yeah. soundboard, but I would not want to be this. Yeah, <laughs> you like wake up and you're just a soundboard that can do nothing. Yeah, but soundboard stuff. I can turn the volume up and turn it down. I'm just like, no, this would. Be- you you just be like. You're like, oh, I can speak. Save me. Destroy the soundboard. <laughs> Hit me with a hammer. And he dies. Apparently, it's more clear in the manga. He dies trying to save the vending machine. Yes. And it falls on him. He dies. Like, like who's riding a moped? It's just like, totally no, insane. save the vending machine. No, the machine. vending machine. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, that sucks. Like, that, that was a cool vending machine. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to jump off a cliff because a freaking Warhammer figure is like <laughs> yeah. falling off a cliff. Although I what might. What if it's if, a Titan? If it's a Titan, I might think about it. <laughs> so yeah, Vending Machine isn't great. Like, I think Zom 100 is leagues better than... Okay, see, Zom 100's kind of that, like, to me, yes, there's tense moments, but it's pretty chill. Yeah. Zom yeah. 100 is similar to Vending Machine because of that. Like, they both feel like chill shows that, like, aren't super serious and zom 100 i think is just better overall but vending machine i think is a fine show it's better than most of the isekai coming out yeah by far so ramen cap yo you up to date on jujitsu kaisen yeah what did you think about the okay so technically it's been such a long time since we recorded i don't think we talked about the new arc arc right um sheep Shibiani, Shibigani, something incident. Oh, you you talk about 
Why am I logged out? Yeah, Frick sh- you, Shibiani or whatever his incident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. The pacing's a little weird, but I think that's just kind of Jujutsu Kaisen's thing now that the world is established. It's just very kind of loose, abstract. You think the world's established? I think it's established enough in the sense of you know who Yuji is, you know who Megami is, you know who Nabara is, who Gojo is. You have the villains, like they're all set up and ready to go. Everyone else is just like a side character that's basically hired in or called in when needed. I guess. Like it it gives very much that vibe and like the way the world is in the show of no one really cares about each other. It's all just a job. Yeah. And I think it's really encapsulating that now. It is called the Shibi Shibiua incident. Okay. Um, aka Gojo fights curses and enclosed spaces, which AKA is AKA Goju steps on girls' face. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that was a thing. <laughs> that was weird. That whole the whole like veil is like locking. Well, people. I actually that was actually kind of creative, I, I thought. I kind of like the fact though how like in that scene. You still see that Gojo has a general disregard for just general average Joe Schmo people. Yeah, that was kind of wild. Like they were um so Ghetto is talking to the cursed spirits and he's just like, Yeah, you have to do this and this and this. You and gotta wear be. you gotta wear him down. But the thing is, neither of you are gonna survive. So I need you yeah. to just last twenty minutes. But he was all talking about how like using the people were gonna help him and like using the people did not help him at all. Yeah. Like, it was weird. So, it's like, it does show you that, like, Gojo is pretty still merciless against anybody that's not, like, cursed. Or... Yeah, I think it, I don't know if it's necessarily that or it's just the gen. I, I don't know in the comics or not, but I feel like there's something more still missing from his background. Like, yeah. that we don't know yet. Well, he did. He didn't. He was the one that brought up the idea of killing the entire church. Yeah, the, uh, like the cultists. Yeah. Yeah. So there is that. Yeah. That's he true. was also kind of high on God sauce, but <laughs> I, I think that's kind of part of his thing, though, I, is he's so powerful. Like he can fight the most powerful sorcerer. Yeah, and blow through. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like that if somebody has such a high level of power and ability, a normal human is going to look like an ant to him. Yeah, and I, I think that's what that is. And that's probably why like him and uh, Yuji are like pretty close because Yuji's like, no, there's people. You mm-hmm. know, I want to protect people. I have all this power. Yeah. And I can save people. No, I've been liking the arc. I really, really liked the uh, Mechamaru battle between uh, Ghetto and... Uh, <laughs> I can't ever think of his name, the shape-shifting curse. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I, I'm I'm flagging this, but I'm just still trying to get over the fact I forgot to give you headphones. I was wondering when you were. I was wondering what you were playing with the whole time. I'm like, what is this Cordy's whipping around? I'm just. Like, <laughs> you never said anything. I figured you figured I didn't need them. <laughs> if anybody doesn't need them, it's me. I'm half deaf right now. Anyways. season two has been going really good the first episode of of this new arc was okay i thought it was gonna go a little bit more extreme because like you see like uh yuji's friend or like former high school friend or whatever or girl that he knew get on the the train 
And I was like, oh, oh, oh. oh. I thought it's like, oh, this is going to ramp right up because like in the opening credits, like there's the one curse, like you see him running through the train yeah. killing people. No, it was like they actually jump like several days ahead. Yeah. Unless she's but, taking a really long trip. <laughs> I don't think she's still. She's taking the snail train. But, you know, there's that, which I think is what's going to probably like thrust Yuji into like the fight. Um, well, it already has. Like if you watch the latest episode, him fighting the grasshopper demon. Yeah. Or the locust demon. That was um, so great because he's like, you know who I am. Yeah, you're a curse. Yeah, you're a grasshopper. Yeah. But the fact that he was like eating a human, like just like flipped um, his lid. Yeah, because so, yeah, I don't think Yuji was actually going to even fight him originally. I don't know. I, like, I, he he seemed, hates curses. He hates curses, but at the same time, I feel like if a curse isn't hostile towards him, he's not going to really like do anything to yeah. it. I don't know. I feel like I, his character is off to me because i totally forgot what he was like in season one yeah because he'd been away from him yeah. so much i kind of need to rewatch season one yeah i would say if you haven't watched season two or if you plan on going to season two and you haven't seen season one in a while definitely go back yeah um but like the battle between mechamaru like after he gets healed and stuff and like a giant freaking mech puppet I like that like, was crazy there were so many evangelion references and so many like gundam Gar-Bagar. stuff yeah um, I was just cool, like seeing like the scale difference. Here's this yeah. like character, and here's this giant robot, and yeah, they're still just beating the yeah, crap out of each other. That was pretty cool. And it's like it was just, I don't, I liked it. I thought it was pretty epic. Yeah. I'm um, hoping after this latest episode, it does pick up a little bit because it just kind of feels like you're supposed to be like, oh, here's this big thing, and it's just kind of I think going along. Like if you notice, so many people are kind of like complaining about like the fight animation between um what's his name yuji what's his name oh yuji and the grasshopper i thought it was fine the fight what? animation was pretty bad at the blurring and stuff i don't know i didn't mind it because it's like okay this isn't an important fight yeah that's kind of what that's kind of what is but like I, what i was gonna say is like if you watch gojo's fight like the way they do the animation on that is like top-notch still yeah uh basic i think what they're gonna do with that and i mean other shows have done it right back to like dragon ball unimportant fights like yeah this is just the bad guy in between yeah. the main guy are just kind of they're there and they're fun to watch but they're not as like as big a spectacle right as say like goku fighting broly is like you see all the details and all yeah. that but i don't know dragon ball fights still to me are just mostly just lights and lasers and that's all anime fights. It's just how fancy do you want to make your laser? I don't know. Too many anime fights do that. I think that's kind of it's kind of cheap. I like it when an anime has a good hand to hand fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the fight in. um. So like some of the best fighting. And I'm so mad that this series turned out to be crap at the end. God of High School. That had really the first cool. well, that like fighting three, anime, wasn't it? It was supposed to be. I, I I dropped it after season or episode four, but like the first three episodes were amazing. It was really cool. Like the fight choreography was super cool. By the end, it turned into I am I've unlocked my superpower. I'm a furry now, and then he like uses he becomes his, a furry. Yeah. Oh, it, it made me laugh. It was like, oh, he's unlocked his super super duper ability, and then he's like, he's got tails. Oh. Because why not? <laughs> and, was, and it's so lame. It doesn't even look cool. Uh, Apparently, they crammed like a thousand chapters into 12 episodes. 
And that's why it goes from we're fighting in a high school tournament to, oh my goodness, God is descending upon us and is sending a giant meteor to uh, there's some wild stuff. I it's see. There's like a fist that, that sounds comes... like a final fantasy it is a campaign. Yeah. There, there's a there's a, a portal that comes out of the sky and it's like this giant fist. And then there's like this meteorite that like slams into the giant fist to like further push it. And then there's this guy shooting this like sword cross or something in the air to defend against it. I don't know. I was Sounds like really a Final lost. Fantasy campaign. Everyone <laughs> was really lost. Mission one, find lost cat. Mission 100, kill God. Yeah, it was like, I have the, it was like a fighting show. It's like, this is cool. And then it's, this is cool. And then two minutes I later. I thought it was just going to be like a Baki. I like, know. It's it just, just like people fighting. Cool fights. And maybe somebody has some like wacky, I don't know, like yeah. Batman stuff going on. But no, it just goes to like, we made deals with the demons. We made deals with gods. And then why does like, everybody Rah. have to make a deal with things? Just <laughs> kill each other normally. I gotta say, at least for superpowers, that's right. It's like at least with my hero, Kami, it's just like, eh, everyone's got something. <laughs> well, that that's what kind of makes my hero academia cool. Is like everybody has something, so everybody's just like, what the hell does he have? What is he gonna do? To <laughs> yeah. <me?" laughs> <laughs> That's like uh, Hunter Hunter does that really well, where it's just like, what is his power? And it's kind of a JoJo thing. Yeah, it's like a JoJo reference. Yeah, All what, of what are every, they going to pull on me? Every today? JoJo fight starts out with like, okay, what does this person's ability do? I need to figure it out, and then we but can. But like, I love these shows. But like Blue Exorcist, Chainsaw Man, like all those type of shows. Yeah, it's just like I made a deal with this, or my powers align with this. And yeah, it's like. Didn't I just have this complaint about every fantasy anime being just a JRPG? Yeah. And like the God of High School was so bad because the main character was the only one that like didn't have any powers and was still holding his own. And it's like, this guy's cool. And then it's like, actually, I have the most overpowered power. Of course. Because why not? I'm the chosen one. And then I'm like, okay, this sucks. I don't mind a chosen one story. I just hate it when it starts off with there's no chosen one. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's the chosen one. Or the chosen one is already like super cool. Like yeah. the, the chosen one story a lot of time is like Luke Skywalker where he's some nobody farmer. Well, it has to be the nobody turns into a somebody that falls to, from grace. Yeah. Like has to their, struggle yeah. through their like failures and stuff. And then like. Get, like everybody knows the their destiny. Journey. Yeah. And this was just like, he's pretty good. Now he's really good. And I like the fact that he was pretty good because it was cool because he was going up against like cool. a bunch of like prisoners and stuff. There's this guy that just like, he was in like a uh, restraining like Some jacket. Some just had like straight up weapons and you're like, what the heck is yeah. this tournament? But then there's just this dude that could just kick really hard. It was like, it was really cool. Yeah. The the fight scenes were awesome. The show You know, really in, like one, the episode I dropped it was when one of the show administrators like, unleashed his like stand or yeah whatever. I'm, just, I'm done <laughs> yeah i'm just like why and then it's like you don't need guess this. what have the people are evil and the other half and they have some like really bizarre goal that you can't even comprehend yeah. what they're trying to do and it's like cool <sighs> you know what's cooler though speaking what? of luke skywalker <laughs> um Darth Vader fighting Ahsoka. Welcome to Nerd Dump, the second part of the show where we talk about non-anime stuff. And we, boy, do we have some stuff to talk about. So there's a new episode of Ahsoka that came out yesterday that we haven't seen. Yeah. 
But, but the episode before that was crazy. It was amazing. What did you think of the flashbacks? I thought it was pretty good. I I kind of wish it they didn't have the fog thing over everything. I think that they was... They did that because it was a TV it show. It was because it's a TV show and because of budget, but also I think because it's like a flashback Because of budget, thing. it's a billion dollar company. I know. <laughs> yeah, but it's like... They started realizing they couldn't put a billion dollars into every bad show and then expect to do well so if they have one good show like nope <laughs> well i think they have to it's like it's like having a million children you can't give one child a billion dollars you yeah have to give them all like a hundred bucks i feel like you just hold a tournament on fortnite and be like whoever wins gets the money well they kind of <laughs> do that for who's gonna get the second season they're kind of like pulling a netflix it's like oh bad batch didn't do so well i guess it's not getting a third season yeah Except Bad Batch is getting a third season. I just pulled a random show. Out of <laughs> Let's go. It's actually only three seasons. I didn't catch up on ends. Bad Batch. But Me anyways. Um, yeah, so you could definitely tell Ahsoka. Ahsoka has good CGI. It Way does. Better. It, it looks it like does, it's yeah. good. Way better than some of the other shows. Like in Secret Invasion sucked for CGI. <laughs> yeah. But like Ahsoka's got good stuff. Like the whole like Force realm she was in looked yeah, really good. Yeah, it did, yeah. Um, the... Yeah, there was a lot of fog of war, but a lot of the Clone Wars flashbacks like did really well. I like the actor they got for like young Ahsoka. Yeah, she is really good. Like, she fits the role really well. I think she's the same actress I saw that played young um, Gamora. Cool. It's like the um, same. Here's person. a good way to think about it. It's only foggy and flashbacks, right? Yeah. yeah. So what if that's playing on the idea that your memories are not always super clear? That I think that's what it was. That. Yeah. I'm also glad that they changed up the costuming for Young Ahsoka. Like that was that was <laughs> a good that was a good day floating. I fix. think in um in the Tales of the Jedi, I heard did they fix her? They, costume they actually as well? had a different costume for that specific time period. That's good. So that's why she's wearing that. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed. I don't that know too. how the world was like, going to handle yeah. Ahsoka in two. They're like, and maybe we should release this on Netflix instead. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was it was good. I I liked it. It was cool. And then the fighting was actually good. Like the fighting was good. Ahsoka yeah, Ahsoka and Anakin fight. And I think part of it too is for people because. For me, I've seen this already in like Rebels and stuff. Yeah. But a lot of people haven't. They don't know much about Ahsoka except that she was in Clone Wars, apparently. She's Anakin's apprentice, apparently. And she was in one episode of Mando. Yeah. So then like watching her here, they kind of have to get the, the, you know, the grasp of mm -hmm. her character. And they did a really good job. Like they didn't like yeah. rehatch everything that... um rebels did like they mm -hmm. didn't have the whole yep. like finding out that he's vader, vader yeah they already knew that but like, like she knows she's dealing with it and trying to like yeah. get past it that whole scene where like it was like anakin and that just transitions to vader was like really that was cool. cool like the whole like him just walking through the fog yeah like that was sick and like each like blaster blast like it just flashes like does anakin yeah it was anakin for red lightsaber and then it's like hayden christensen is is not a bad actor he's like, not he's good it was just like in in the original i think it was awkward also i think he's a better actor now like he's he's gotten better at yeah. acting so uh he's really good i love whenever they bring him back because he's super cool I wouldn't mind if they tried like rehatching like a live action Clone Wars with Hayden in it. That would be cool. Like I get like he's older. I don't know how would they do that. 
I don't know. I don't know. I just kind of want to see more of him. I know. <laughs> it would be cool. Doing things. Like, maybe they could do, like, the 10 years before. No, it'd still make him young. Dang yeah. it. Yeah, there's no way to do it. I know. I just want a time yeah. machine now. They would have to do like a mini series of like a certain like military campaign or something during Maybe. the Clone Wars. Like the end of the camp Clone Wars or something. Yeah. But still, it's even hard because like, yeah, they can just CG his face, but like. Unless you have like a master crew, it's yeah, really hard. To yeah. Start. I like Ahsoka. I think it's a little bit overhyped. Some people are like, this is the best Star Wars thing ever. And it's that's like That's what they said about Obi-Wan. It's like that's what everybody said about like everything in Andor and like all this stuff. I think Ahsoka, I think why people are overhyping it and partially people are like hating it because people are overhyping it is because it's finally just giving us interesting Star Wars stuff. Like I don't know why they can't figure out how to do that, but they're like this is the world. We're just going to stay in this world and do nothing else. Yeah. That's like what most of the shows feel like. Like Obi Wan. Simply put, there are trading card companies that think IHOPS is the best <laughs> marketing alternative. Well, like. <laughs> what? Uh, we'll get to that later. Yeah. But just that's an example. Ahsoka, like, IHOPS it's actually. Card it's a Magic the Gathering IHOP uh, thing. That's what I thought. Anyways, Ahsoka is finally doing something interesting with the world instead of just having a story within the world, which is fine. And I think stories like Andor are, are cool because they like they just live within this, the Star Wars world. But Ahsoka is actually like building on to what we've all what we already know and showing us new things like the other galaxy and like the whole buildup of Thrawn. And yeah, I'm still just like trying to wrap my head around the fact there's an other galaxy. I mean, it's okay. It, there is it's, it. Is it part of their universe? Star Wars a section that's just Star Wars not... begins with a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So the idea is that it is just another galaxy, a galaxy far away. Theoretically, it's in the same universe as, as us, us, but it's a tale long, long time ago in another galaxy. Yeah, right. But it's just one of those things. Usually, it's like unless that's like the core theme, like usually like sci-fi stuff and stuff like that doesn't usually go way beyond like they'll have like this is the unknown areas yeah well star wars has that and they have they have had species and things come out of beyond their galaxy yeah usually it's a threat or something like that they have to deal with like in legends um they had the yinsen bong war Mm -hmm. which was just another race that consumed their old galaxy so they had to go find another one to take over and abeloth was just basically i'm an eldritch horror abeloth was basically just cthulhu yeah um now that'd be a villain i wouldn't mind seeing and at some point (laughs) It's weird how they're going to, because in Legends, Abeloth was the mother. Mm-hmm. And so, like, in Clone Wars, you had the father, the son, the yeah. sister. Abeloth was supposed to be the mother that was corrupted mm. by, wasn't just Dark Side, it was something else. I think it was, like, actual, like, magic or something. Um, So, like, that was Legends, and I don't know if Filoni's ever going to pull that out and, like, use it in. I don't well, know. You have to go way into the future. No. No, I guess not because Abeloth is technically Luke fought Abeloth. Yeah, Luke fought Abeloth, but it was like old Luke. It was like 80 year old Luke. Yeah. Because Luke was still like pulling apart Star Destroyers when he was like 95 years old. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, also just like the end of the last episode, 
they get eaten by a space whale and then get shot into hyperspace. Like that's what just you know, that is such a bizarre, ridiculous thing to happen. It's weird. and it's just kind of fun because it's just like the bizarre, ridiculous. I hated Space Star Wars Wales stuff. And Rebels because mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of stupid. The flying Fugu MacGuffin fish, kind of. But in this, because Star Wars has been so warped that from what it originally was before Disney, yeah, this felt like Disney. I like it. Yeah, it felt like this is what they are gonna do. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool because it just it just does wacky things. There's so many like Obi Wan didn't really do anything interesting. They just like wandered around and fought Inquisitors and like did if the same stuff we've killed, seen before and killed people at gates that they could have went around. Yeah, <laughs> if you notice as well, Ahsoka doing that, not having a plan of what's going to happen, that's 100 percent Anakin. Yeah, that was like Anakin's last. It's such a Star Wars most. thing too. Like when they get eaten by the worm, and it's just like whoops we got eaten by a worm this isn't good in episode five and they have to blast their way out like this is that kind of thing of just well let's see if this works yeah it's so are they gonna explore some of the stuff for the other guy that's like the thing i I, probably not it's an eight episode miniseries and they're on episode six well see the reason why i'm wondering is because of this like as somebody who likes doing world building for stuff it's the force only solely exists in like their galaxy. No. The force is kind of like take like chi energy. Okay. Yeah. It's like it goes through everything that is organic or like is living. Yeah, but technically you could go to another galaxy and it could be a totally different energy because they're separated you know, by billions. Kind of. That's kind of what the Jensen Wong were. Yeah, because they were like, weren't they like psychic they were void without being? of force. Yeah, they're void of force, so they had no force. Like, but yet they had abilities, didn't they? Not, they didn't have force. I, abilities. I thought they were like psionic or something. They were not psionic. They could, um, they could interact with things in like an organic way. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I think the force is like a. It's supposed to be like every living thing. But it does like change forms because like Dathomir, the force is very different there than like yeah. other places with like the witch magic stuff. So it can be very different. That'd be cool if they explore on a little bit. Maybe that's where they get a new threat for maybe future movies or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, they're going to do a new trilogy, I hear. Unless they're going to at least that. do a new movie with Rey. I don't know if it's going to be more than just one. Yeah, it's going to really? be Rey's Jedi Order or whatever. I don't need to raise Jedi Order. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a movie. They're doing one way in the past. I would like Kylo Ren's Jedi Order. That'd oh, be that sick. would be so sick. I would love. I just wish Kylo Ren survived at the end. That's what I mean. Star Wars. They didn't do anything interesting. <laughs> they just went boring mode. I was actually. I. I'm. I'm hoping they go in the old old Republic, like Dawn of the Jedi stuff. Yeah, they're doing a original, like super early Force movie. They're doing like a. Uh, See, I don't know. I think it be really era movie good or, and then a future. That could be really good or really bad because knowing how they've been boring, like you'd think the dawn of like Jedi and Sith and stuff would be like this grand epic scale thing and it's going to be probably like two little frogs duking it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like you stole my grape. You stole my grape. Two sticks. Bzzz. Nice thing about Star Wars is there's so much of it you can be like, well, that sucks. I'm never going to watch that again. Yeah. Let's go to yeah. the next thing. Yeah, but there's always in the back of your mind once you've watched it, like, that's out there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, I like Ahsoka. 
I, I think it's too. good. I don't really have many complaints about it. Um, some of the characters felt a little off. Yeah, I do feel like they could have made them, I don't know, like Ahsoka and Sabine fighting constantly kind of gets annoying. Yeah. Like, why are they like this? It's just, I don't know. And then Hera kind of like being the off put person, even though she was supposed to be kind of like Sabine's mother. In a way. Yeah, that is like, weird too. It where feels it's like, weird where she's just like not interacting you, with them. You at all. raised this girl and now you're acting like Ahsoka is like your best friend yeah. that you like, like that's really weird. Like that whole thing felt very off putting. And I was just like, where I want to know if there's something that happened for a disconnect between like the ghost squad yeah or what? But, i guess it's just been a long time so they just haven't been like together but right. it, it is still like this person pretty much raised you since you were like 12 or something like but for a long time it wasn't really a long long time yeah it was like what um i guess that's true it was a few years six years at yeah most. still a long time but yeah but like, i guess they could have drifted apart they're busy and they're doing their own thing and she's a, she's grown up now too that's the thing of like yeah. she was a kid so she was more optimistic even though she was like edgy but now she's just edgy because she's you know, an adult that's the one thing i i will say i now not to go on a long rant i just like i noticed this with the shows i hate that they've done that with all the characters that they go from being optimistic to just being completely yeah. i'm depressed and there's no hope they do that i hate yeah. that yeah i get yeah real life's like that whatever but what about the one person that's like yeah we're still gonna go frick crap up yeah <laughs> that's i that, mean that's, that's what a, that's, that's what clanker a, or what's his name oh yeah um that droid is freaking awesome i can't think of the droid's name um clank he's got a weird chopper yeah chopper's great but the new droid the uh, like, old droid the oh, lightsaber the builder droid? yeah that was amazing that guy's awesome that. and he's the like He's like, what the heck is wrong with you guys? Just like get along already and just get over yourself. But, it, but yeah, we have a job it's to do. Just, that guy's cool. To me, I, I it always feels like it ruins the character because you can play on some really fun stuff like that. Where like, David Tennant plays Hugh Young, Yeah. Which is amazing. The tenth doctor. Mm -hmm. He plays mm -hmm. the droid je Jedi droid. Oh, he nice. was a droid in Clone Wars that built lightsabers. Oh, okay. For awesome. like the younglings and stuff. See, that's the one from the comics that was then wasn't there one from Legends that like was the only droid that learned like Jedi stuff, like fighting abilities? Yeah. I think like he couldn't use the force, I don't yeah. think. But yeah. He... Also, um Ray Stevenson, I know he's he passed away, but but Balin's oh, skull, he's so cool. I so wanted him to be continuing character. I know. Like, he is such a good actor. It's so sad that he died. Like right I like the this. idea of dark, not dark Jedi, but like Jedi that are just he's mercenaries. Like, yeah, now. he's like a fallen Jedi that like isn't like Sith. I'm gonna rule the yeah. galaxy. Basic. He's just like I have a purpose and I have to do dark things to like, yeah. achieve Basically, it. Basically, I have laser sword. Let's go make bank. And then like they're like, you're you're going to have to kill Ahsoka. And he's just like, that's too bad. There's not many Jedi left. And it's just like, like the he's such an interesting character. A good, ambiguous villain. Yeah. That's not actually necessarily a villain. They're just a villain to the hero's ends. Yeah. He's he's cool. He's He has this like code and his like focus set of like, this is what I have to do. And I don't really want to hurt people, but they're going to get in my way. So I just have to. And he's just kind of resolved to it. He's kind of like a soldier. Like, I'm going to have yeah, to kill people. That's to, a mercenary arc. To like, yeah. But he does like, he believes in Thrawn's like thing. 
Like he he believes it's going to be better for the galaxy for Thrawn to be back. So what is Thrawn's thing? Thrawn is just the greatest like military strategist of the Empire ever had. That's the only reason people rally behind him. Pretty I much. I know his in depth, he's, his detail. Give me every novel. He's a uh, genius. He basically kept the Empire from going extinct, didn't he? In the in the Thrawn trilogy and Legends, yes. He was like the last, he was the one that united the Empire after the, the Emperor died and like made it rain on for quite a few more years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, It was like quite a few years, like 10 plus years after like the, they were still fighting the Empire for it because Thrawn is such a huge strategist. He's devoted his life to like just learning arts of war. Mm-hmm. So like he was basically smarter than the emperor. The only thing that the emperor had going for was his power and mm-hmm. his way to manipulate people. But Thrawn actually like commands people and has their loyalty. Yeah. yeah. So he's a good evil leader. Yeah. <laughs> and it's weird too. Cause like he's an alien. So like the whole like alien, like anti-alien supremacy thing that the emperor had going for it. Like he's kind of like that. He thinks some people are above other people, but like, the main reason he believes in the Empire is because he thinks it unites people. Like, yeah. people mm-hmm. need to be united underneath something that is going to be, like, a driving force. Kind of like in Legends, how the Empire, when it, like, way, way down the road was finally, it's like, all right, you guys are just a government group. Yeah. You know, He's someone help who's, keep order. who's, like, so obsessed with the war that he views it kind of like a chess game, and he has no, like, emotional attachment to it, where, like, he'll respect his enemies for what they do and learn from them, but his goal is just to win. Like, he's okay. just going to win no matter what. That just sounds like a good villain. Yeah. He he's is just really something that we villain. haven't had in a long, long Because in long Rebels, time. there's, like, the uh, Hera has, like, this family heirloom thing. And through it, he, he like, deduces because she's trying to steal it back from them because they occupied her home. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, instantly recognizes what it is. It's a family heirloom that it's worthless except to the family. And it's just, like, you're Harrison Dula. This is your home. And it's just like really respectful and kind and like mentions how he appreciates their art and stuff like yeah. that. Cause he's just like obsessed with learning everything about his enemy so he can defeat them like no matter what. He'll learn their codes, their ethics, like everything. So if I'm not mistaken, like he would like legit just let people retreat. Mm-hmm. Like in the Legends books, like during um Heir to, uh, Heir to the Empire, um the Thrawn trilogy, like when somebody was defeated, he just let them retreat. Mm-hmm. She's like, why kill them and their knowledge be like gone mm-hmm. when they can come back and we can play another game, basically? Yeah. yeah. Like we can volley again, see if what we learn from each other. Like it was very odd. Like he's not evil for the sake of being evil to rule the he's galaxy. Evil yeah. and his cause is evil to ruthless. others. Yeah. yeah. He's ruthless and calculating, which is awesome. And like at one point he shows up to like the rebel base because they finally find it. He finally finds it. And then he like This happens in Rebels. Yeah, he puts a transmission in and they're like they're like, we're not gonna surrender. And he's like, Oh, I'm not asking for surrender. I'm going to totally obliterate you. Yeah. I just wanted to like send this as like a, a formality formality basically of like, he was just like, like i want white you love slap just like he, yeah. duel me <laughs> he was like i want you to know when you die that i was the one yeah. who did this entire thing and that you lost to me and it's just like wasn't he's really he also, cool wasn't he he was also like he's several times he'd like tell his enemies like 
I'm going to obliterate, defeat you, but like your memory will live on in like the knowledge yeah. that I've gained from you. And the, like, like at one point he's like, you should be honored that I have this like piece of your family history in my art collection. Oh yeah. Because so, I will, Sabine, I will be the one I will like respect it and understand yeah. it. And they're like, um, you know, screw you. We don't care. But yeah. yeah. But he's, but he's a very, he's super cool. He is a a-hole in ways. Like, he's very high and mighty type of person. But, like, the same time, he's also, like, that villain where you're just like, I can kind of get behind him. Yeah. Like, I kind of respect some things that he does. Like He's that case of a villain that you love, but because he's a villain, not that Somehow you- he survived, and he was actually the main villain of um the new trilogy. That would have been way better. That would have been sick. Yeah. It's a stupid Snoke. <laughs> like, even if it was like Thrawn at, behind it all and something yeah. Helpatine or something like that. That like, would have been way better. That would Helpatine been like being that. behind it all was pretty lame. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Th- like, if you ever want a, gi- a giant list of books to read, but a really good ones, read the Legends Thrawn series and then read the new Thrawn series. Yeah. Because both of them are amazing. Okay. It's really cool. He's he is a really cool, really really cool character. Um, but yeah, that's about Any, it. For anything that. else? Um, I did want to ask. So you guys said IHOP and card games. Um, why is Magic the Gathering doing a pancake pr- promotion? Probably with IHOP? the same reason they did. Um, Echo waffles. No, yeah, they did Echo waffles and hot, uh, pockets. hot pockets. Yes, but just like, okay, I don't want to rant about this too much, but like. <laughs> why is one of the best card games in the world think that the best advertising is to put a in most people's eyes a random person a random character on a box that looks like yeah a or on game. a menu plate yeah You're like this is liliana vess's pancakes mmm <laughs> tastes like corpse <laughs> like Actually, they look kind of good. They look like chocolate pancakes. But besides yeah. that, they're just regular pancakes it, that they put the characters behind. Yes, but it's, it's also like, weird because it's not like if there's a Star Wars like Darth Vader pancake, people will go and be like, "I want a Darth Vader pancake." That's but awesome. who's gonna get a Gideon like, Jura Magic Hot Pocket? Magic is very big, but it's also very niche. And then this, the but most people play the game. The story aspect within the game is niche within. Yeah, but exactly. The story aspect. And also, Planeswalkers are pretty... They they got pretty unrare for a while, but most of them are pretty rare. Most of the time, you can play against somewhat mediocre, like casual magic players. You play a Planeswalker, they're like, who's that? Yeah. You can play a Gideon. Here's here's the problem, at least my opinion. Wizards is so arrogant that they think, oh, this is going to be great. Everyone loves our, what we're making, even though it's like a crap story. And that's the thing <laughs> I hate. Like, Wizards of the Coast is all about monetizing their player base. They want to monetize the crap out of D&D players. They want to yeah. monetize well, the crap out of... Here's, here's the thing. And as a geek, as someone who's trying to, like, design, like, games in that culture, it feels like they're trying to essentially purge out the geek culture and make it the new norm. Of yeah. They want to become the new Fortnite. No, not even the new Fortnite. They just want like no, where there's the normal nine to five football. They want to become the new Fortnite because every single like, every month they come off a new secret. Yeah, layer. that's a yeah, collab that's with something. True. But it feels like at the same time, like they're making this push to make it basically where like geeky stuff like that instead of it being like a passion and a hobby anymore, 
that it's going to be the new, well, instead of cracking open a beer and watching the football game, this is what the average person yeah, is going to do. It, and I hate that. Like, I hate that so much. Like, well, hey, the girl in Obus makes me want to crack open a beer and watch a football game. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, it used to be something special. It used to be the outcast thing yeah. of, like, all right, I'm not into what the mass populace likes. Yeah. Cool. I got this thing that I like, my friends like, and no one else. Oh, well. If it feels like they are trying to force that too, like Star Wars is like a phenomenon, like it's a big cultural. Everyone knows yeah. what Star Wars is. Magic is huge, but it's not like well, that. People aren't like, oh yeah, it's not easy to get it's into. Like Magic the, is one of the most complicated games ever made. It's, it's not like you can just pick up cards and just be like, it's also this like is the D and D stuff. Yeah, you made a movie and people liked it. Like it was a decent movie, but at the same time. Why are you dropping D&D supplements and manuals and all this stuff in Walmart yeah. when it's meant for game stores? Sorry, that's just my. No, point. it's true. Like, yeah. like even I, I'm not trying to sound like a gatekeeper either. I love bringing people into a hobby, but at the same time, it does. It's not everyone. It feels thing. like it, this isn't it. Magic isn't really like pop culture and they're trying to forced it to be like yeah everybody knows what everyone knows what pokemon is yeah yeah like you you can put a pokemon thing i will fly on most things Mm -hmm. but it's also an iconic beloved thing and it has been now for almost what 30 years yeah and you know normally at most things i'd be happy like i at first i thought the hot pockets things was kind of interesting i mean they just had it on the boxes didn't they yeah yeah. like a a promo code. code yeah um but then it's like it turns to ihop and now it's like I'm realizing that every set coming out in the near future has to have some type of media collaboration. Yeah. Like we're going back to Ixalan. And guess what? There's a Jurassic, <laughs> Jurassic Park, Park crossover with it. Like there's going to be a one of the s- most original ideas. Vampire um, conquistadors fighting pirates ran by a minotaur fighting dinosaurs. Yeah. And they got to run with that. Uh, and now there's going to be a full set of Fallout. There's going to be a full set of Assassin's Creed. Which are bizarrely I, random things to pick. I can kind of get Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings makes sense. I can kind of get setting. Warhammer. Yeah. But like. Actually, Fallout, I can't even get Warhammer because Warhammer, the thing is with that is that's. Well, and that's why we didn't have a full set with Warhammer. We only had Commander. Warhammer is See, kind of in the same genre. Well, it's in the same genre, except for here's the thing. Despite what a lot of people think, Warhammer is a essentially because it's who dominates the market is a older person's thing a lot yeah. of people are still player like yeah me and boom like it but for the most part it's the people who have been rolling it since the 80s magic and magic the gathering is very much like that is it most of the yeah, players a lot of from older the people. 90s and stuff okay because like, i see like for like playing. warhammer tournaments and stuff it's all older people yeah but that's the thing that i don't like about modern day magic it seems like they're trying to take it and make it more like the Fortnite where kids can come and pick up this game. Yeah. I get they want to continue their player base. Yeah. But also at the same time, I feel like some of these There's companies re- need to realize that their player base will grow into their game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of again like with DD. It's like they've blew way past the high fantastical stuff of the old times, basically flipped the bird to the old fans right. and like we we're gonna make everything more modern. Well, it's kind of like I have a little sister and like I'm not going to I can't teach her how to play magic right now. I've, I've had her play magic a couple of times, but she doesn't know the intricate stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like she's going to grow into like learning it. Yeah. 
The, it, the marketing of this is the equivalent to like the old marketing videos of the guy with the backwards baseball cap and yes. the sunglasses next to the two girls that is like, what does that card do? And they're like, this does five damage. It's like, that's so cool. Oh, you're so talking cool. about the two, like, the two like prettiest girls in school type of thing. Yeah. Right? And, the, just, and they're these, totally geeky out about a magic are, card. Yeah, are dueling. Like these two guys are dueling and they're like super serious and supposed to be like super cool. And yeah. it's just not. It's like the same thing they're trying to do now where it's like, guys, magic is really cool. And it's like, I mean, it's fun, but it's not really that cool. It's but here's the thing. Us geeks, we all know, sitting around a table playing a magic game, we don't look cool. Yeah. We know we it's look just... like a bunch of geeks no, you throwing got, cards you at You guys yeah. look pissed most of the time. That's because we kind of are. But... It's a, just a really fun game, but it's extremely You don't look like it's fun. It is it fun. Is fun. I kind of just want to offer people, but when you guys are playing like on our game nights and stuff, I kind of want to just offer everyone a box of nails and a hammer. Like this looks more fun. So you like drive it into your hand. <laughs> you see, <laughs> you know, okay, Robin Cat always mentions this. Like he always says, he never sees anybody playing smiling, playing um, um, commander or like that. That's like I don't know how you never seen a smile. Half the time we're laughing our butts off. Everyone just looks like I play this thing. Is this okay? Or is everyone going to flog me at the table? Well, that, I mean, that's kind of how it is. But like, when something ridiculous happens, then we laugh. Otherwise, it's like very serious. We're all trying to win. We are competitive. Yeah. That's what makes magic fun. Like we can all be competitive at the end of it. It's like it's just a game. Yeah. And like, it's still funny when like we, we hit someone's creature with something and then they get like something massive from their or deck, our like last game that we played where like uh, who had it? Um, somebody was playing a creature and then my brother's like, well, I'm going to counter that. Yeah. And then, and then like, I'll counter the other that. person was like, I got the counter spell to that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but I'm going to do this. Gonna do and that. then you're just like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> just like We had like six or seven cards on the stack. And it's just like for one card. And then. The next player after that played another game ending Kyber. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, we used all our stuff on the other one. That's what's fun about the game. Yeah. It's like, also, it's kind of fun. Like when I can just like give all my creatures indestructibility and just board wipe everybody and win. Yeah, it does feel like they're trying to get a casual audience to just kind of buy packs for no reason or something. I, See, I don't know what their goal is. They want to make a collector like Pokemon. Yeah, that's they don't true. Realize that Pokemon has nostalgia. People want to pull a Charizard. Pokemon has a million video games, a TV series, multiple TV but, series, yeah. a bajillion movies, and that's the Magic is a lame card game that's like really fun. But yes. it's not super cool. It's That's the thing. Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, even they've all done the marketing the right way. They make beloved yeah. characters. They make things that make you like the game. There is weird novels of the magic story that most people think are bad. Yeah. Like yeah. there's there's not much to the world. It's the the game that's fun. The collecting part of it is just expensive because the game is fun. Like yeah. The, the reason Ragavan is 50 bucks isn't because it's, it's, a, it's cool. It's because it's the best card in modern. Although it is kind of funny when you get shanked by a monkey and lose three quarters of your health. And you're just like, but it's a monkey. <laughs> you get shanked by a monkey. And then they well, steal anyway, that just happened. Magic me. and IHOPs is really confusing. It is Although confusing. IHOPs has in the past always been like, we're going to partner up with this random thing. <laughs> Yeah. Also, weren't they the ones that wanted to call themselves like High Hob, I Hob, or something like? 
international home of burgers or something like that? I before? don't know. I've went to IHOPs like three times in my they entire life. We all were like half like Comic Con drunk. Yeah, well, okay. That, that we, was, that we was had fun. that where I walked in dressed as an Oni and everyone else was normal, just like no one told me we had to go in. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? We were all crammed back in a you, little You just sit there and you're like, I'll have the Chandra pancakes. Please. And then the only other times I've been there is either when you're driving drunk around town yeah. <laughs> for a friend's birthday. Or well, one time, just stopping at 4 a.m. on a uh, cross-state trip. Yeah. <laughs> That's my only interactions with IHOP. Do you know IHOP doesn't have ice cream? They don't? Yeah, I learned that out. Huh. Yeah, we went all over the big city near us, like four different places. <laughs> we ended up at Freddy's and just got custard. Ah, uh, that's good. <laughs> I drove like 100 miles. I didn't know Grand Rapids <laughs> was that big. <laughs> It's very big. Anyways, it's packed. Oh, it yeah. is. Um, yeah, I think that's yeah. about it for the. So podcast. that's our rant. Yeah. Uh, so we got time for today. If you like this podcast? Give us your favorite magic Star Wars anime pancake recipes, and from there, I don't know. Like and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, whatever other thing. I don't know Pornhub. I if we're there, <laughs> um, you know that's not a half bad idea. Yeah, like just. Yeah, do the thing. We have to become a verified porn star on there before we can upload. I think if I shave enough hair, I'd be good. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Everybody yeah. donate us $5 if you want to see that happen. <laughs> we ain't got much to shave, so... You'll look like a naked rat. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, boom. Smash that soundboard. No, it's expensive. Okay. Yeah, well, I have to save you from the soundboard. Destroy it. Oh, no. He's been reincarnated into a soundboard. He's a soundboard man. I'll take care of this. All righty. Hi, everybody.